Hello, I am Countess Retro. And I'm Jiffa. And together we are... A, a couple, couple of, of retrogrades. retrogrades. As is usual. This week we're going to be talking about Funko Pops, uh, all the different categories and all the ones that have been released. Obviously not all of them, we can't go into every single one individually, but we are going to be talking about the ones we like, the ones we think should be released. The, the ones one... we think should never have been released. Exactly. We're just going to be coming out with facts about them. We're going to be having our opinion on the weirdest and the most wonderful and all that sort of crap. So uh, that's what we're doing. We would normally go into the ones we had during childhood and Funko Pops weren't released when we were children. No, they were not. No, that was the olden days when we were if born. If it was made of wood and tin. Yeah. Exactly. And we had puppets and all that sort of shit. Only the rich kids had puppets. Yeah, like at the sound of music. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't really start collecting till we were adults. Yeah. I mean, that's only quite recently as well, in the last year or so. We have built up quite a large collection each, I suppose, or large-ish, because there are people who go absolutely mad with Funko Pops, don't they? And they have, like, walls absolutely lined with them in their houses. I think if we had a bigger house, we would definitely have more. Yeah, we would be piling them up floor to ceiling, I think. So, to start with... Our collections as adults Ooh. and the the ones that we really like. Personally, I um, absolutely love Funko Pop Rocks, but I do think that there are some that were released that really were, you know, absolutely pointless. Ensign, Backstreet Boys. Yeah, and they could have released some that were slightly better the Spice Girls yeah um, they recently, they did an NSYNC album cover didn't yes. they and it was such a shame really it kind of seemed like a waste of vinyl and yeah. perspex and yeah. cardboard coming to a bargain bin near you yeah <laughs> The one that I bought most recently, I did buy a couple, um, and that was Austin Powers and Dr. Evil, because I already have uh, Vanessa Kensington, and she felt a bit lonely, so I thought I'd get her Austin Powers. Yeah, baby, yeah! (laughs) And he keeps her company, obviously. You know, in in more ways than one, probably. Dirty old git that he is. Yeah, Yeah, it was a different time. Yeah, it was different day and age, you know, (laughs) when you could make jokes about shagging and get away with it, really. you could be a bit of an old lech. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I really like them. I think that they look really good. The Doctor Evil one is absolutely amazing. He's got his little cat, Mr Bigglesworth, Uh with him. Doctor Evil. And I really like Doctor Evil. I think he's hilarious. I don't know why they've only made those three, because there's a whole series they could have made of of, um, Austin Powers, and they could have done a Scott. They could have done a Fat Bastard. Fat Bastard, yeah. The fat bastard impression. Yeah. Hey, I lost all the weight, but now my chin looks like a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I would have even liked to have seen... What was her name, Frau? Oh, Bring what? in the clown! Oh, what was it? She had a unibrow, yeah, didn't she? she? Did. Yeah, and she turned out to be a lesbian, I think, in the second yeah. film. Yeah, and also Scott's mum. Is she? Yeah. I can't remember that bit, but yeah, I, I trust you on that one. <laughs> So, what are the ones that you've collected? I've got... I haven't actually... Actually, that's a lie. I've got one complete collection, and that is the Golden Girls, um, which I absolutely love. And it's one of the first ones I ever got, I think. One of the first Funkos I ever got was uh, Sophia. It was Um, Bowling Sophia, wasn't it? Not the other Sophia. Not the other one. I wanted the bowling one. So, I've got all of them now, um, which I'm very pleased with. But I've also got um, a lot of the 
Pop Rocks one, so Slash, Axl Rose, Still Need Duff. Send him to me if you have him, please, anybody. <laughs> um, I've got lots and lots of different versions of Gerard Way because, he, you know, he's just an absolute legend. I've got Amy Winehouse, which I think I mentioned on a previous um, podcast. Britney Spears, Whitney Houston. I've got so many, I can't even think. <laughs> um, I mean, luckily I'm sitting in the room with all of mine actually here, so I can kind of go down the list of the ones that really stand out for me. I have the whole collection of GPKs, which are the Garbage Pal Kids, and I absolutely love them. I think they're hilarious, but they are politically incorrect. Probably so. about as politically incorrect as you can get away with at, at the moment probably years yeah. ago they were worse when they had the little yeah they had it, it they were kind of they were criticized quite heavily for taking the piss out of disabled people basically yeah. that's why they became a little bit of a sort of frowned upon kind of collector's toy because they all had these you know various kind of issues yeah i think one of them was called was it anorexic which is oh, really, really um, skinny uh, lynn Lynn. Yeah, yeah, she was really skinny. Yeah, and she was a skeletal yeah. figure. Yeah. yeah, which they haven't done in the in the actual Funko Pops. They're a bit more tame now. Aren't yeah, they? they've got Jada Kay, who's meant to be dead, and Leaky Lindsay, who has a snotty nose. She's got COVID. Yeah, we've got Clark Kant, and if you look him up, he is extremely politically incorrect. I would say. <laughs> got Adam Bomb, whose head's exploding. And Boney Tony, who basically is unzipping his skin. Um, who else? Beastie Boyd. Beastie Boyd, Ghastly Ashley, all sorts of all sorts of ones of those. And I've also got loads of Eleven from Stranger Things because she is the coolest character in my no, in no, my no, no. opinion. Well, who's yours? Joyce. Joyce. Okay, fair enough. Well, I like Eleven. I think she's really cool. She's a really badass, isn't she? You know, they have done absolutely tons of her though. They have. And I do. They. I think they have tried basically to emulate every single look she's ever had in that series. Yeah. You know? Next yeah. up, it will be Eleven having a shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's also Caddyshack ones. I've got, got Animal House. Got Alien. Oh, I have absolutely loads in here at the moment. I've got um, a Jackie Kennedy. A can- I've got a couple of Candymans, Wayne's Worlds, retro toy ones. It's uh, music ones. There's absolutely... Well, in my opinion, there's loads, but this is quite a small room, so yeah. it just looks like loads. And then my three favourites, which are sat on my desk in front of me as I work, and that is Towley from South Park. Do it. Do the impression. The impression... I got some weed and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and then you've got, um, uh, well, then then I've got Jonathan Davis and Kurt Cobain. And I've also got um, round the corner from me here in the office is like a little alcove bit. And that's got loads in it yeah. as well. I do have absolutely fucking tons of fungos. And it is, I think it's becoming a little bit of a habit that yeah. you may be an addiction. Maybe I need to have an intervention. Aside from that, we also see ones as part of the business. Yeah, we do get some really cool ones in sometimes, don't we? We do, really, yeah. And I think the ones that stood out for me, some of them are perhaps a little bit controversial, and we still have, as of Will Smith. 
<laughs> and we just can't get rid of him. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, a glittery Elton John, he stood out for me because he was just, he, it was he's a really still pretty. Standing. He's still standing. And, and he's uh, pretty funko, I think. Really glittery, really amazing. A funky funko. A funky funko. A Jareth as well from Labyrinth. So there's a couple of him, I think, that they made. We had so. a special edition one of them, didn't we? Um, we did, yeah. And now we've just got a normal, yeah, stand, bog standard version. And obviously the um, many Doc holidays that we have in boxes, yeah. loads and loads and loads of them, and it's just like you know, it, it seems that every time we get in Funkos, there's always a Doc holiday in amongst them. Yeah, and at least about ten Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, because I think those are definitely ones that have been done to the absolute death. Yes. <laughs> So what are the ones that stood out for you that we've had? Well, at the moment, we have a Buffy the Vampire Slayer Funko, which I absolutely love because I'm a massive fan of Buffy. I've got my eye on a Dark Willow, but um, she's quite pricey. But the one we've got is uh, Buffy Summers um, wearing a white dress and it's, it's vaulted now, so it's quite rare. But, you know, maybe if the Countess turns around at some point, I might just nab it for myself. <laughs> um, we've also, we also had a little while ago, we had Daphne from Scooby-Doo. And I'm not a massive Scooby-Doo fan, but that was a really cool one, wasn't it? It was really well put together. And that's also vaulted and rare, but that's, that's long gone now. Yeah, so when we research, we use... There's a particular app. It's the Funko Europe one. Mm-hmm. And that is really good to find out if uh, Funko Pop is actually vaulted. And when it was released, um, yeah. it does give you a, a, how much it's worth, but that's in dollars, so it's not very useful to us. No. So what we do is we then, you know, we research the price, how it would be in uh, pounds sterling. Yeah. Sometimes you sort of think, oh, this is vaulted. A bit like, you know, when Lego sets are retired, it's a case of people think, oh, that's going to be worth more because you can't get it anymore. But sometimes that's just not true. No. I think it's generally because they've released so many of those particular Funkos that they're out there, there's loads of them, Mm -hmm. and, you know, actually it doesn't mean to say they're going to be worth a huge amount of money. Yeah sometimes they will release Funkos and they will just be snapped up really quickly and then they just stop making them. Yeah. And those are the ones that really are, are the ones that are going to be more worthwhile. And it's they're quite obscure ones that seem to be worthwhile getting, isn't it? The one that you got the other day from the robot from that stoner programme. The robot from the stoner programme? Yes. Yeah, which robot? robot. Okay. And it's from that programme. Oh, from, uh, yeah, Crow. Yeah, from Mystery Science Theatre 3000, yeah. And, I mean, I'd heard That's of what him. what I said, the stoner probe. Yeah, well, yeah. But I'd heard of him before because someone I know really, really likes him. And But I didn't really know about the programme. So did, we did watch a little bit of it, didn't we? And it was kind of like... Five minutes, we're never going to get back from our life Yeah, again. it was kind of like not really our, our sort of thing. No. But he does look... He's, he's a pretty cool character, yeah, to yeah, be honest with you. He does look really good, yeah. Sometimes, because if we buy in a bundle of Funkos, we do end up getting ones that are a bit battered, the boxes especially. And, you know, one of the things that we really don't like is when you buy a Funko and you get sent it and it's in a plastic envelope. 
And it's really disappointing, isn't it? Because you think, oh, fucking hell, what's that Funko yeah. going to look like? You might as well open your front door and try and kick it to us if you're going to put it in an envelope <laughs> like that. Yeah, that is the problem, isn't it? You then open it and it's a bit of a gamble. Yeah. Because sometimes the box is crushed to hell and, and sometimes actually it's perfect. Yeah. It's just real pot luck with those the best way of sending a Funko Pop is in a box and bubble wrap to make sure it's really protected because the box is just as collectible as the figure inside it isn't it they are yeah I think some people don't understand this is because they think oh well the figure's fine so what's your issue yeah but yeah the box has everything on it it's a presentation box that's that's the whole point isn't it so can I just say there is a special place in the depths of hell for people who take the Funkos out of their box. There and is. And then throw the box away. And you do know, know somebody who I continuously know who takes Funkos out of the boxes and then throws the boxes away. Maybe I should just set that Will Smith Funko on him. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. And also, unfortunately, we do get a bit unlucky with the actual figure itself because mm. sometimes if people do take them out of the box, um, they might fall over. You know, a kid plays and breaks them and stuff, and we have had a few broken ones. Yeah, battle damage. Yes, definitely. We had a Harry Potter without a wand. Yes. Yes. Jack Sparrow without a sword. Those are pretty integral to the Funko because that's part of their image. Yeah, and we had the bird from Game of Thrones, whose name I can't pronounce. Daenerys, I believe. Daenerys. Daenerys. Um, And she had no arm at all. She had an arm off. Yeah, she did have an arm off, which is also pretty integral to her look. I think in the in the program she has two arms, so <laughs> and in real life as well. I yeah, in real life as well. Yeah, I do believe. Yeah, I mean it is quite disappointing when you do get ones that are damaged because people are taking them out of the box. And this is where I make a massive admission. When I got oh. my first Funko, which I believe was it might have been my second one, which was a Morrissey Funko Pop. I really liked him and I thought, I'm going to display him. And at the time, I didn't realise the value of the box that he was in as, you know, part of the presentation of the figure. So I removed him from this box and I put him <gasps> right on top of a bookshelf in uh, in my room and I live somewhere else at the time I was house-sharing. And I was house-sharing with somebody who used to have their mates around and get a little bit pissed and stuff like that. So there was uh, one evening my housemate and her friend were having a bit of a battle for the loo, which happened to be <laughs> the other side of the wall. And one of them must have sat down heavily on the toilet because it made my entire bookshelf shake and the Morrissey figure just went tumbling headfirst off, hit the ground. And when I picked him up, he had a massive mark on his forehead and I was absolutely gutted. And he went straight back in the box. Heaven knows he's miserable now. Yeah, I know, he certainly is, yeah. But now he's back in the box and so he's a charming man once more. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Yeah, he's very, very witty. But hold that thought. It's now time for a subliminal message. Toys and collectibles. But I've also bought ones that 
I have never heard of before, to yes. be fair. I did buy one that I really liked. That It was out of the box, and it's a really heavy figure, actually, and it's called uh, Spirit Breaker. Um, and it's from a computer game that I've never heard of before. But I really, really liked it, and it's blue. It's got, like, a chain thing that it's meant to be holding, and it actually looks really good. So I would highly recommend that one. It's a really, really good Funko. But sometimes... You know, when we're on our little travels, um, we do happen to stumble across Funkos every now and again. There was one that I went in a shop that sold action figures and all this kind of stuff. And there was one just stood there on the shelf and I immediately zoned in on it. And I was like, oh my God, is that a loose Billy Idol Funko pop? And I picked it up and I thought, I don't know how much he's going to be charging for this, the guy who ran the shop. And it said £3. So you snapped that I up. I snapped him up and I brought him home and he's all safe and sound on, on my shelf with all my other loose Funkos. So I've got an Assassin's Creed stood next to him. I've got a few of the little miniature Funkos, which are horror-themed. The little horror ones. There was a bit of an incident a few <laughs> weeks ago, actually, with the horror ones. And I've got four of them. Got Pennywise from it. I've got a Reagan from The Exorcist, and I've got an Annabelle sat in a chair, and I've got a nun figure from the nun. From the nun, and we went away for a while, and when I came back, the Reagan figure was turned to one side, and it was kind of a case of like, oh, the the people who were staying in the house at the time, maybe they moved it. They denied all knowledge. And asked them and they completely denied it. It was just like, oh, my actual God. Because that was face in front when I left. You know, it's a haunted Reagan Funko Pop. So this is going to be a really tough question. But what are your top three Funkos of all time? Whether you've got them, want them, you know, haven't got them. But only the ones that have been made. Oh, Jesus. I absolutely love the Kurt Cobain Unplugged. I uh, was in a bit of a bidding war for one of those and I lost out at the last moment. I did manage to get another one of him at the same time that ended a couple of minutes before. But I was I was gutted because it's so it's so cool. But I also I loved Howley. I'm sorry, I absolutely love him. You know, he's one of my absolute favourite characters of many programmes. And he's flocked. And he's a flocked one. Which uh, looks really cute, I think. I he think is he really is cute. a very cute little Funko, yeah. And you, and when I got him, you were like, can I touch him? Uh, you're fucking not going to touch my Funko. <laughs> you're going to put your grubby fingers all over my Funko. <laughs> and the other one I absolutely love, it's uh, Glow in the Dark, Alex DeLarge, which is um, the main character from Clockwork Orange. Oh. And this particular Funko, he doesn't have his cane either. And he is worth a shit ton of money. I mean, we are talking in dollars. He's worth 13,300. Yeah, or around that now, you know, and he is really, really difficult to find. That would be a case of if I got that in a bundle, I think I'd probably absolutely piss Piss your pants. Yeah, piss my pants, I think. Yeah, really, really in a bad way. So you can either have one of him or 13,000 John Snows. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's not a really difficult decision, no, is it? Really. Yeah, because, um, well, overmade characters. And yeah. Jon Snow happens to be one of them, I'm afraid. Yeah. There is so many variations of him and he's just out there. He's roaming the world. Like Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter's as well. I think they made quite a load of them. Yeah. And, 
this is the thing because these particular lines are very popular you know the films and the programs oh. they're really really popular so i think they go all out producing loads of them they're less valuable aren't they really yeah um, i mean with harry potter it's the same situation as with like 11 from stranger things they just make loads and loads of harry potter so you know for all the different films and stuff so i'm just now waiting for harry potter and the curse of the unpicked bogey <laughs> <laughs> Come into a stormy. Yes, very possibly in the future. Uh, so overmade characters, yeah, definitely would be Jon Snow. And the bird. And Daenerys. Daenerys. Yes. I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones, and I'm sorry if that shocks you. I watched the first episode, and to be fair, it is just full of shagging, basically, in, a, a, in doggy style. Oh, I'm now waiting for them to release the Funko. <laughs> a double pack. A double, yeah. <laughs> of, you know, some sort of scene where they're shagging in a, in that kind of... <laughs> I, think they're missing that a, I think they're missing out there. They're missing a trick, they? yeah. Yeah, Funko pop porn. Ron Jeremy Chase. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so what would you say are your top three Funko Pops? Oh, that's really tough because there's so many, isn't aren't there? Amy Winehouse, definitely, because that is a fantastic Funko. And Hypodermic Sally from American Horror Story, because she's my favourite character in all of the American Horror Stories. She's just absolutely fantastic. So when I got that, because I actually have Hypodermic Sally, I was absolutely overjoyed. Yeah, I remember that Christmas. <laughs> Your face, because it, it was Christmas Eve, you said to me, like... Have you got me hypodermic Sally? And I was like, no, 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 of course I haven't. She's too pricey. I can't afford her. And then that the next day, Christmas Day, you, you had this particular present. I'll put a note on it. Open last. And when you tore that paper, you were like, oh, my God. You know, know. And absolutely. Best I think, present ever. Yeah. Um, a third one, I don't really know because there's so many, aren't there? I'd say I, maybe either Ghostface from Scream or the guy from that film, V for Vendetta. They're definitely cool looking ones, yeah. They're really cool. They're, they're very good, good looking But I mean, funkos. I could probably give you a list of about my top six million and they change from day to day anyway. But aside from the ones that have been made, the ones we like, the ones that have been overmade, there is, for us, I think, this very burning question, which is why aren't some characters being made? Yes. Because there are, there's plenty of opportunities, I think, you know, instead of releasing, like, the same character, you know, with different looks or something like that, is just making ones that are would be popular and yeah. i'm sure there's lots of people who go on funko europe store they do have a page on there where you can suggest funkos that you'd like made i've done that and i know i've done that on your behalf as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah but there is that opportunity there and i do have this suspicion that it is because you know even though they do get loads of suggestions is a case of they are trying to get the rights to use that image and that that person's image is a funko yeah. And they can't, and, and that's what's kind of holding them back a bit from doing it. I mean, you know, I mentioned him before, but there's the little peep Funko. I would really like to see one of those made. I know that there's been customs made of him, mm. and they're very they're very well-made Funkos, but it would be nice to have an official, Yeah, I think, yeah. Or how about a Courtney Love? A Courtney Love one, yeah. In whatever situation you so choose to be in. <laughs> Just keep yeah. away from Kurt Cobain. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> moving swiftly on, 
There are customs out there. There's places that do them. And, I mean, I have absolutely no idea how they do it. They are so good, some of them. Witchcraft. It is, yeah, it's some sort of magic. It's magical. But there's also the really terrible ones. One particular store, I have no idea what they're called, and I apologise if it's you, but (laughs) they... uh, If it's you, stop it. Yes, stop it now, please. They do actually paint the eyes which yeah. I find really weird because Funkos are known for the big black eyes they might have eyelids but they do have the big black eyes and they paint on the irises and, and all the bloody white random and all this crap and it's just like that's not a Funko it doesn't look like a proper Funko it really doesn't and some of them they're badly painted the one the one I saw that absolutely enraged me <laughs> there was a store somewhere online they were selling uh, Billy Idol, but it wasn't Billy Idol because they were actually selling it as a little peep with the box with little peep's picture on and all this. But what they'd done is taken a Billy Idol and painted the hair pink. And that's all. And that's all they'd done. And then they were selling it as little peep. And I just couldn't believe people were actually buying them and snapping them up. And I think they were something like $50, $60 a piece. That is insane. And it is, it is quite insane. And they were leaving these absolutely fantastic reviews for it. But I thought... Do you kind of realise that all they've done is taken a Billy Idol and painted his hair pink? Yeah, I mean, some of them are so generic that you could literally put it in a box and say it's something else anyway, because Professor Snape could easily pass as Victoria Beckham. <laughs> yeah. The ones we desperately want made. Someone may have placed an order for some custom Funkos. Yes, I, I, I might have accidentally placed an order for a few, yeah. The one I Share think, with the group. Yes. The one I would really like to see made is Belinda Carlisle. I absolutely <laughs> love her. Heaven is a place on earth. Yes. I just like her. You do, yeah, well done. I really wanted her look when she did Runaway Horses. Mm. I really wanted that look, so I did request that particular Funko. There's a couple of Lane Staley's. You can't get those at all. They don't exist out there. I really wish they would. I really wish they'd do like... I think I said in a previous episode, kind of a, a four-pack of the band, maybe on the album covers, would be absolutely awesome, but they're just not doing it. But I ordered a couple of him. And I ordered uh, Mickey from Natural Born Killers because there's a scene where he's in a diner and he's in white and he's got, like, gun holster on and he's got these little round glasses with red lenses and it's just such a good look and I thought yeah I definitely definitely want to have one of those you probably I bet that custom site can age people based on what customs they order because you've got Belinda Carlisle who's 80s 80s 90s Uh, yeah natural born killers which is 90s yeah and then you've got Lane Staley which is late 80s 90s yeah so yeah I think they could probably yeah they could probably guess my age from that yeah so have you got any that you would really like made just the one I think I mentioned it before but I love Dolly Parton yeah you've mentioned that a few times actually yeah (laughs) why don't they make a Dolly Parton Funko because she's so individual looking and you'd just know it was her wouldn't she's you she's really distinctive I mean yeah. I think it's probably the tits I have to well, say well I could melt well. down a couple of NSYNC members and use them as her breasts <laughs> you know two birds one stone yeah exactly yeah. that's the one that I want <laughs> really that's pretty, yeah that is pretty brilliant yeah they could do that really yes 
So we're just going to have, um, because I think we're coming to the end of this particular yes. uh, part of, of this episode, because this is going to be a two-parter, because it's quite a long subject for us to talk about, isn't it? Yeah. So the question we're going to answer is, do you ever fall out working together all the time? No comment. No comment, yeah. Keep that one to ourselves. <laughs> we do. I think we have our differences, don't we, over things? Yeah, because... Yeah. We work together and we see a lot of each other outside of work as well, don't yeah. we? Because you know, we've been friends for a couple of years now. Most of the time it's okay. Yeah. But sometimes you do have to pull rank because I can be a bit of a nightmare. Well, I think it's because you're quite a messy person and you are disorganised, aren't you, bless you? So. And I don't take anything seriously. No, you don't. Not at all. No. And sometimes you'd rather sort of sit there and chuckle to yourself and make sarcastic comments. So it is a case of like, come on, Jif, let's uh, let, let's get some work done, shall yes. we? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not lazy. I don't, I, don't, I don't think. I just, I like to have fun. Being your own boss, you should be able to have a laugh and stuff. But having the Countess here does keep me in check, which I think is really, really good. But we do fall out sometimes. And, you know, there are a few choice words thrown at each other but who doesn't want to swear at their boss sometimes <laughs> no i sort of ended up falling into position of manager didn't i well i think i appointed you manager yeah i think you did yeah that was your sort of suggestion one afternoon was like can you be manager and manage me because i'm an absolute nightmare yeah and i was like yeah all right then don't worry <laughs> yeah i mean i'm fantastic at sourcing stuff and buying it but if there's any yeah. organization needed your superpower isn't it is, yeah. is actually buying stuff and my superpower is keeping you in check so that we can actually get it sorted and on sale yeah yeah because otherwise i'd just have a house full of really awesome items that would never go anywhere yeah that is the end of this particular half of the episode yes we shall have a part two next week which is Again on Funkos, but we're going to delve into a little bit more of sort of facts about them and um, ones perhaps that have been made over the years, the weird and the wonderful and the most expensive and all that sort of thing, yeah. Can I just say, we were looking at our podcast uh, data and we saw that we have a listener in Belgium, so I'd just like to say hello. Yeah, so we shall see you next time for the the second half of this one. Yep. Yeah. All right. We've been retrograde... Toys and collectibles. And And see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have a question or a suggestion for a topic, we're at Instagram, which is Retrograde Toys and Collectibles. Twitter, which is Retrograde underscore TC. There's also our eBay shop, Retrograde Toys and Collectibles. So from me and Jiffer, it is goodbye until the next episode.